It's a spooky Ooh. episode. It's our thirteenth. It's spooky that we've that we're still doing this. Spooky that you make that comment almost every episode of in some iteration. <laughs> this I'm is rebooting the same comment over and over again. <laughs> um but yes, it's number thirteen and I thought we haven't really done an episode where the number of the the episode we're up to kind of matches to the um to the show itself or to the topic itself rather. Like I thought, hey, we should talk about seven when we get to episode seven. And instead we talked about something else. I can't even remember. Was that the Warriors? Yeah, I think it was. Damn. Oh no, I think Warriors was episode nine. Uh well isn't there nine members of the Warriors? Oh shit. Stage, I'm sure at some stage before most of them die there is mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's at least nine yeah there's there's nine there's, i saw nine people in that film at some point there's so at least fine. nine games. yeah and i mean for episode one obviously we talked about batman we should have talked about oh. um we are number one from um what's it called what's that show called that meme show um it's not even a meme Lazy show. Town. oh oh yeah i know it's not designed as one but like Kingsley, get off my legs, mate. You can't have any of my food. <laughs> He's just fucking scratching the shit out of my leg. Trying to get yeah. to my food. I, I fed you when I got home from work, you bastard. Uh, Kingsley makes another appearance. Now, he's a, he's a funny chap. Uh, he's he's very volatile, though. He'll be he's like... pissing right now. <laughs> he'll roll over and go, you can give me tummy rub two seconds later. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't remember saying you could do that. <laughs> I nip you. Yeah. I'm gonna nip you now, bro. Yeah, no nose for you. Um, you should see the blood that comes out of my nose when he bites me on there, bro. It bleeds for a solid thirty minutes at least. Damn, is it almost like you're watching a slasher film? Yeah, blood. It's like one of those Friday the Thirteenth um, title cards, man, with the blood dripping off. Oh yeah, I never even finished my point before. Yeah, so we're talking about Friday the Thirteenth, or one of the <laughs> one of the better ones because it's episode thirteen. All right, there's our double segue. Always, how do we always accidentally uh, segue into shit when we're just talking about random things? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, gu- I guess we're, subcon- we're, yeah, we're subconsciously thinking, okay, we've been uh, chatting about random shit for enough. Let's actually discuss what the people are here to listen to, maybe. <laughs> but I don't know. No. It's always good to... It's always... People like the Kingsley episodes. I constantly get emails saying, "Oh, you need to bring that Kingsley dog on more. He really, he really yeah. livens up everything." <laughs> Living up my legs with scratches right now, mate. <laughs> really, really yeah. painful. Actually, <laughs> do you want? If I give you one, one bite, will you fuck off? I give you Fair ten up, scratches. You, you give me one bite. <laughs> no, yeah. he's still here. He just swallowed <laughs> it the whole. Just stayed here, Bruh. All right. Okay. Uh, what was the fan film name that we watched? I actually forgot. Oh, uh, goodness. It's a, um, bro, I don't even know. It, it's the one. I'm talking about you. Yeah. Can we talk about Jason X in the meantime? Jason X in the meantime? Yes. So mm-hmm. we watched a, a fan film and we also watched one of the better, I think, Friday 13th films. One of the better? I mean, I guess because it's so not generic that it's like, Oh, I was kind of, I was kind of saying that sarcastically. I obviously failed. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> it, it was kind of very trashy. It's the first one I've actually watched in whole, believe it or not. Jason X. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sure most people wouldn't recommend it as a first one when it's like, hey, I want to get into this series. Which film should I watch? No one's going to say Jason X. Start at West, sorry? The one that has the least to do with any camps. Actually, mm. actually, nine is the worst one. Ten is better, way better than that. Yeah. I mean, would would you? where would uh, the first one fit? Because obviously that doesn't uh, even have Jason in it. Like, that's probably the most different, right? Or... Well, I mean, in terms of content, it's quite boring. There are literally, mm. like, cut scenes of people doing the dishes in that fucking movie, bro. Um, well, fucking. I guess, yeah, no, Jason X. Uh, where, where to start? Where to start? From memory, one of the weird things about... Actually, the very opening was how disconnected, like, the title sequence felt <laughs> to what followed. Um, mm. I think at the time I said... Uh, Something to the effect of I felt like I was watching a Lord of the Rings movie. I wish I was, actually. You know, What followed wasn't anywhere near par, but <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, basically, I guess for people who don't know, the premise essentially is Jason's doing his usual killing. He gets, what, what, he gets sort of cryogenically frozen by accident along with one of his victims, and they end up in the future. Um, and he just sort of, yeah, and he's just going around slashing people. And then the main point of the film or what people look forward to happens in the final 10 minutes where he becomes a super Saiyan-style Jason. Uber Jason is what he's called. I don't remember him driving any Ubers. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) What was that, sorry? Would you get in in the car if Jason was driving? Um, Why not? (laughs) Why, Why not? You know, that's fine. Well, I don't really have much to say about Jason X, to be honest. Like, it's funny. Um, David Cronenberg has a cameo at the start. Yes, I didn't know. What, I actually okay, didn't know what he looked like. So, yeah, neither did I. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically much just expect, I guess. Oh, big pun. I said he looks pretty much how you'd expect. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a lot of um, the film's just very, very silly, very cheap looking, um, and in a kind of unfortunate twist of irony. So when Jason kind of uh, Basically, he's sort of murdered by this sex bot, uh, I guess you would call her, yeah. Um, and then he kind of is reanimated and comes back stronger. And his costume looks really bad. The hockey mask and everything, and it looks like he's just wearing a plastic Halloween store thing. Um, yeah. Even that might be giving it too much credit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was good, I guess. Yeah, it's entertaining. If you watch it with a group of people, it's like, yeah, this is fun. If you watch it alone, you like yeah. Um, and then what? What was what happened with the ship crash? There's like a very fucking funny, unintentionally funny sequence where they just murder a whole space city by mistake because they couldn't dock properly. Hmm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand how that happened because that means their ship must be like <laughs> the scale of their ship must be insane to run, yeah. to run through a fucking city. And just flatten it. It's all it. made out of glass, bro. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And then all the space air got sucked in after they broke the glass. Uh, I don't think the glass would survive out there like that, but I guess it does. Yeah, for whatever reason, they didn't bank on someone crashing a ship ever, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Not all just that good. But I mean, to be fair, you know, when they built the Suez Canal, they didn't think that ships would uh, clog it up twice in one year. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that was Jason. <laughs> that was Jason X. Yep, that's my review we, of Jason X. We put a little more effort than the filmmakers did into that one. Um, yeah, we did. And then we also watched um, uh, the fan well, film. Jason Rising. Jason Rising. Jason Rising was the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I always like. I'm always interested to watch these sorts of fan films because I think even if that kind of falters, what's really clear to me is just how much they love and respect the characters especially when you compare them to sort of director for hires and studio execs that want to pump out official sequels. You know what I mean? Like you could really tell that these guys with some of the casting choice and some of the, some of the kills and location and all that really did have a, a love for the series. I think, yeah. is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. It's, mm. it's pretty good. It's, it's about as good as your standard Friday. I'll say that much. Yeah. Um, and the, premise uh, it's kind of um was it you were sort of trying to guess where it kind of fell in terms of like um relating to the film series do we know or is it kind of just its own yeah, thing it's just pretty much after part four right right is that the one where he's killed uh i yeah okay between part four and part five interesting but but re- it technically would retcon everything after part five mm. well i mean that's what a lot of these horror films seem to like doing especially the halloween series um yeah because jason coming back to life doesn't happen until part six yeah because oh. um because part four was kind of like that was sort of the first time they're going yeah let's end it's the series type thing right five. and then they made five which was with a a character named roy who's mm-hmm. the killer yep um and then at the end of that they hint that tommy jarvis is going to become the next jason and everybody thought Wow, this is really interesting. Bring Jason back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it had a it had an issue with um, you just have too good a like villain. Like yeah, that happened with Halloween as well, didn't didn't it? He didn't. Oh, he did die. I think in Halloween two, I think Michael Myers and Doctor Loomis do die, and the third one is completely separate because they envisioned that whole series to be an anthology of different stories taking place around or on Halloween. Um, yeah, there was supposed to be a second Michael Myers movie. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure John Carpenter wrote it very begrudgingly. Um, that would probably have been yeah. one of his first tastes of Hollywood fucking with him, uh, which would continue pretty much throughout the 80s. So by the 90s, he's just completely burnt out and cynical. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, apparently I haven't actually seen the fourth one when it reintroduces Michael, but people kind of joke about it because I think Dr. Loomis should have, he was also in the explosion. And then the only like reference to it is like a scar. He's got no, no loss of body parts or anything. He's just got like a cut as if someone sliced at him with a knife. He's in the middle (laughs) of this fucking massive, he's basically unkillable. They're like, yeah, gods fighting one another, him and uh, Michael Myers. Yeah. Him and Loomis and Michael Myers. Mm. Yeah. Not good. The only really good Halloween movies is one, two, and the reboot, and maybe Halloween Kills if it's any good. Yeah. I would love to watch Halloween 3 just because it sounds like I like kind of odd, oddball films, and that sounds very bizarre. It's not as bizarre as you'd think. I mean, it's, oh, really? it's our premise. Pretty mundane film. Oh, <laughs> damn. Like, so do you, so you do know, you know roughly what happens, yeah? You don't really know what it's about. Oh, no, I, I know... Um... It's to do with, um, isn't it like someone puts chips of Stonehenge in masks to control them or transform them into like a, zombies well, like, or kill them? Murder all the kids, yeah. yeah. 
like they if they watch the TV with their mask on on, on Halloween, mm-hmm. it melts their heads. <laughs> so. Damn. Yeah. See, that's that's sort of like that sort of sounds like some fun schlock type stuff. Sounds I would cool. Enjoy it. I mean, it sounds great. It's just dull execution, right. is it? It's boring as all hell. Oh, my, that's a shame. They don't really do much of it. There is this one fun jingle in it though, where they're like the song they sing for the kids to get hype about Halloween is like. Like say that it's like three more days to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Oh right, like nice. And it's really fucking annoying. So yeah, kind of- it sounds like that would be stuck in your head. Yeah, it is. <laughs> With the Jason Rising film we watched, um, it did kind of suffer. And look, it's you can't really do much about it. It's obviously a, a low budget film. The um, cameras they use very smooth everything feels a little too fast movement wise if that makes any sense what i'm saying like just kind of there's there's more frames than there should be i guess per per second right like it's not really a movie camera it's like a camera or something like that it's like a documentary camera (laughs) yeah 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 there's a bit more motion than otherwise should be i don't don't know how to really explain it it just sort of seemed a bit funky and a, a little Little off well, there's that but... thing about movies being like only twenty something frames per second. Yeah, forty, aren't they? Something like that. Yeah, that yeah. Well, that's um, that's interesting because I remember I had actually watched. I want to say it was the first Indiana Jones on an old TV we had, which um, I I was able to fix this in settings. Uh, it kind of had a few correction settings where it kind of played films in a higher frame rate than it otherwise would, or like smoothed out everything and got rid of what's called motion blur. I think. And it made Indiana Jones look like a sitcom, and everything looked like a very clear set. Basically, it kind of broke everything into its own element, by which I mean, if you take the the ball rolling down behind Indy as he's running forward, that ball, the set, and Harrison Ford all felt like three different parts, kind of like there was a clear foreground between them rather than in one picture. Yeah, right. Kind of like if you have a pop-up book, right? The characters yeah. in front and the book, there's a clear dis- distance between. It's like yeah, that shit. comic that Davin sent through um, the other day. Yeah. Um, or like or a couple of weeks ago now, I remember. And like he's kind of meant to be standing in the city, but he's just kind of stuck on top of the city and it looks really odd. Oh, yeah. No, that's a perfect example. Yeah. Um, well, these people won't understand <laughs> that. But... Um, yeah, no, uh, I would say it did kind of... This film, all the kills were pretty fun. The story was... Uh, serviceable enough i will say though that i think the ending the ending with um or the end sort of sequence with pamela uh is that her name his mother Pamela Voorhees, yes. Voorhees, just being like a headless zombie who reclaims her head's a bit odd i mean is there anything like that in those series oh, of films she stays dead the only time you see her be a zombie is at the end of part three as a reference mm-hmm. to the first part pulling that final girl down into the water off the boat Similar to how Jason does it in the first part, and so that I, that's probably where they got that from. Yeah, because uh, I, I mean, I guess they brought her back because they, I guess they got permission to bring that first final girl back, the same actress. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a nice little note. So, and she decapitates her again, and I guess they were like, "Oh, this is too perfect. Let's make her decapitate her again." Yeah. Why would that kill her? She was walking around with no head earlier. Yeah, I don't know. It's always <laughs> how do you, how do you yeah, well, how is she not still alive or her conscience or consciousness, I should say. She never uh, as a, yeah, she as a, physically moves around. 
except for that part three thing. So okay, because I, I did yeah. think that was a bit sort of silly, um, to my mind at least. I liked her design. I know you guys didn't. I thought she looked kind of creepy and like fun. Um, mm. But I think I think I think the issue might be she was probably in too the the lighting the bright. too bright. It really kind of showed the. Uh... Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you can only believe you're seeing a headless creature. <laughs> you, you know, like it's you know it's obviously fake, but it, I feel like it'll probably, it will probably it seemed to work more when um Bear, the only character's name I remember because of because of his first name, like came across her and he was firing at her because you know that's in Shadow. There's uh, fog. It's at night now. But like the one that I really didn't like was when she's pulling Jason's coffin out. Oh yeah, that was weird. Mm. That whole thing like was strange. That. I don't know why he couldn't just like be reawakened yeah. or something and do that himself. Normally, that's what he, she just like subconsciously calls out to him mm. when he wakes up. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter. It's it's a pretty it's it, it's better than a lot of Friday films. Not as good as some. Yeah, and it's it's nice again. Ad- I don't want to come over, come off as too critical because obviously it's a it's a fan film. Fucking sucks, and you should give up. No, it doesn't. It's actually quite well made. Yeah, and I, I'm keen to see where they I go. Wonder. They've hinted at an, another one. Will they make another one? Mm. Who knows? See what happens with Victor, Victor Miller. Yeah, that interesting, messy copyright case. Yeah, Victor Miller's going to be like, I mean. For all we know, he could watch it and be like, "Come make a real one." Yeah, well, it, it'd be interesting to see if it's um what the pro- what what happens in that case because um, I mean, I don't know where the line's drawn with like using someone's work or repurposing it, you know, like in a fan film thing versus an official mm-hmm. film. Um, it's it's, uh, it's honestly up to the discretion of the people who own the film. Like they yeah. can consider it. So. Mm. I mean, I don't really care. Especially in that case, because they're they're using a character from his script, aren't they? The final girl. Yes. Um, Alice. Yeah. She comes back, which is weird because she actually dies in part two. So. Um, Well, actually, I I did mention it to you, but it's interesting that she came back to these movies because the first Friday actually caused her to quit acting. Um. She never acted again. Yeah, refresh my memory, or I guess just for the people because listening, it's um, people. Well, there, there was this one person. I might have been multiple people that were like stalking her because she was quite an attractive young woman. Mm-hmm. Um, after the film, yeah, was released to the point where they were like, I think they were breaking into her apartment or like found out where she lived and everything, and they were leaving things there for her all the time and. Oh, right, okay. And she was like, I'm never acting again, <laughs> which is fair enough. I wouldn't want to do that if that's what my first experience was like. Yeah. That, oh, that's pretty... And it's not like she was living bad. in you know, the nice Hollywood hills and had a big house with good security. She was just some kid living in an apartment. Yeah, so, I mean, those films, even though they were Paramount released, uh, a lot of them, especially well, yeah, the early ones... Even was Paramount released. Oh, okay, right. Well, I was going to say they're still quite cheap anyway. Like it's not like, yeah, it's it's cheap as chips. Mm. Say, yeah, as we say here. That's the first time I've ever said it in my whole life. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the only one who really probably made money off those films would be Sean Cunningham. Though to quote Ronan the Destroyer, 
Not anymore. Uh, not anymore, buddy. That's a pretty I good. I think he still owns like half the rights. I think. Yeah, I say that. I think they have. It's international it's rights. Movie. Yeah, it's lawyers will sort it out, and then we'll find out eventually. Um, like Friday Thirteenth will still continue in some form. It's just going to be certain and then things. Corey can stop fucking telling lies. Who's that? Corey. Uh, you know, Tom, Tommy Jarvis, the kid version. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in Stand By Me, he's in uh, Lost Boys. What's he been up to? Yeah. What's he been fibbing about? Uh, he said it a few weeks before it happened that the uh, Friday case got resolved. So maybe he maybe he was technically right, I guess, because, I mean, a few weeks could be, like, between lawyers saying, well, like, the lawyer probably was like, yeah, we pretty much got this finished, man. Oh, because- of time. Uh, I think it depends on what he's referring to because if it's the judgment that he wouldn't have no knowledge like the he judge said, he said a guy told him that the Friday mm. case was done and they could make new movies so a lawyer probably turned around and like maybe was like they've pretty much come to an agreement uh, poss- possibly um, and he's just gone and been like they're done like <laughs> yeah well, so a bit of exaggeration on both people exaggerating it to the point of saying it's done i mean it would depend when he made that because if he's referring to like the appeal there's no way he would know that because that's up to a judge to review the case documents and what what they've said and then make a decision he's not going to say like the first time he would public he or she would publicly announce a verdict would be at the court and say yeah this appeal's upheld or nah sean you're drunk mate go home which they did the latter, I guess. So, <laughs> but it would be interesting. Um, well, I'll, I'll just touch on this very briefly. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how this affects uh, the the Disney suit with um, the Ditko Estate. The Ditko Estate, just because I mean it's the same lawyer. Um, it'll probably be a bit different, but just because a judge is kind of obliged to rule in a similar way to previous rulings, if there's been a similar case. So if if it, if they're able to say this matches closely to the outcome of the Friday the Thirteenth lawsuit, the judge would theoretically say, okay, so these characters or uh, the royalty has to go to the Ditko Estate people potentially. I mean, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, the the copyrights are is very fascinating to me, but very messy, especially the US, because I think the issue will be um, that those characters were made before the most recent copyright act which I say most recently, I think it was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas obviously Jason, or the characters from Friday the 13th of the story, like literally just a year after, when I think it's first being written right, 1979, 1980, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. so very close. But yeah, that's our talk about the Jason-related stuff for this special 13th episode. Really gave it a top-notch effort. Yeah. Yeah. JK. Um, and I guess uh, we saw Sleepaway Camp or we watched it. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, I th- three or four good moments. I would agree with that. Best part of the movie. Not your mag. Not your mag. Um, or probably the ending, I guess. The ending, yeah. Like my sort of summation of it is it's a pre average or subpar. Slash flick, but it's, it's very a much. It's a Friday ripoff, but then they were like, "What if we had this really out there twist ending?" Yeah, it's saved by the yeah. ending uh, and one or two interesting kind of characters along the way related yeah. to that ending. Um, I knew about it in advance, though. 
because it's like yeah, a, I won't spoil people, it. Yeah, I won't spoil it just in case anyone listening is like, I might see that. Um, but yeah, it, 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 there's a reference to it in a video game. I was watching someone stream it. It's like an indie game, and you see a character. You go, oh, that's a bit odd, and then the game is like, oh, that's from Sleepaway Camp, and I was like, okay, well, I guess I know the twist. <clears throat> I um, shame. We also watched one other movie uh, that was so hor- horrific, hmm. so terrifying that we actually had to turn it off. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. No, we we decided to watch for whatever reason. I can't remember whose decision it was. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Um, it would be fun to make fun of the movie, to be honest. Yeah, because I, I heard it was kind of like a, a messy film in the sense that Spider-Man 3 is messy, where, oh, there could be some nice moments and there could be some laugh-out-loud things to enjoy or maybe a Batman and Robin thing. And for whatever you want to say about Batman and Robin, at least we made it through the two hours. Yeah. Like... <laughs> we got... We, I, we were watching it, and I was just kind of like... I just was like, I don't know what long this movie's got left. Mm. I spoke my mouse on like an hour and I just I just said to everybody I was like I can't watch this for another hour fellas like it's not yeah. even it's not even funny at this point it's just it's just horrible it's just bad yeah it's I mean it was funny the first few times we saw Kristen Wiig's character with uh, her glasses <laughs> reflected a CG uh, green screen which is pretty yeah. hilarious but then you know yeah. When she no longer needs them, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and, and there's so many points where it's just making me cringe. Like, mm. I liked Diana and Steve in the first movie. Cringe as hell. Like, oh, my lord. Yeah. I watch in, in this movie. Yeah. Um, I, I would also say it really starts off weak, um, to put it lightly. It has... It kind of feels like they missed doing the origin childhood sequence for the first film, and so they said, oh, let's put that in the second one. So the first yeah. sort of 10, 15 minutes is just one woman as a kid, and I do not give a shit. And it, it teaches her mm. that she sometimes has to do things the right way, not cheat, which at the end, I guess, means that she's not allowed to keep her boyfriend. Um, Somehow, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, everyone sort of talked about the implications of that. We'll touch on that quite briefly um right yeah pretty much so he is someone who's basically is is just transformed into steve but i mean everyone can see who it is like actually except for her she sees steve and he's, he refuses to see the guy yeah she she puts him in mortal danger in several parts um she sleeps with him and you go hmm okay sus sus yeah quite sus but i mean and then you get to the point, like, about the wishing stone, where you're like, this is such a fucking dumb plot device. Like, the amount of times, like, people just wish for, like... And then at the end, you, you didn't, we didn't make it to the end, Jack, but yeah. at the end, right, they... <clears throat> Pedro Pascal's character, Max Lord, makes it... Wishes a device that yep. allows him to connect to everybody in the world at the same time. Right. Over their TVs. So that he can then, like... Fucking device. Yeah. Which makes no sense, because... He, he states that he has to touch them, mm-hmm. which is earlier on. <clears throat> but anyway, um, he asked them to wish for everything, blah, 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 blah. They all make their wishes. And then Wonder Woman's like, oh, stop your wishes. Uh, we gotta, we got to save the day. Don't uh, undo your wishes. And it just and happens. So many, yeah, everybody undoes their wishes. What about the people that wish they were dead because they're depressed? 
Yeah, what that's... You wish the world would end because they're edgy teenagers. Mm. What about <laughs> what the about... people who don't want to reclaim their, like, rescind their wish? What about... Yeah. Mm. What about people who was living in poverty whose wish it was to feed their families? Or not have <laughs> cancer anymore? Yeah. Yeah. What about those people? Oh, well. <laughs> Is that selfish, Diana? Is that selfish? I don't think it is. Norm Macdonald died because of you, Diana. <laughs> Damn. Nah. Him and cancer just had a draw, bro. That's true, yeah. That's probably um, a nice way to kind of look at it, I suppose. That's, that's the beauty of comedy. Mm. Sometimes they look at tragic things as in, in such a light way that you're like, you know what? Maybe it's not so bad. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe that movie's not so bad. No, that movie's definitely bad. It fucking sucked. No. I, was, right. I was bored. I was just very bored. Um, and I guess also, I, we, we all kind of were making a remark on this watching it, but the way they kind of turn Cheetah into like her character, like becoming villainous, she runs into this guy who was like, yeah, she almost kills someone, but he was creeping on her and probably was going to rape her if Diana didn't intervene. And we're sitting yeah. here going, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for her, really. I like, I done the same thing. It's probably not ideal, fact, but down myself. yeah, I can understand why she's doing it. I'm certainly certainly scum. You know what I mean? Like, that's not yeah. a scene you'd shoot. Like, it should just to be someone. It's like it, it should have been the homeless guy that she was nice to, if anything, mm. or if... not that drastic, but just like maybe like yeah, I don't know, slash him with some claws or something. And she and she runs off freaked out, going, "What the fuck? I didn't know I could do that." And then she sort of slowly, tra- yeah, well, whatever. No, that happened after she, like, lifted fucking however many, like, like 140 fucking mm. kilos over her head without any good form. <laughs> yeah. And also somehow found a screw-on dumbbell in the gym. Even yeah. though that's, like, stuff you get at Kmart. Or Walmart, <laughs> I guess, if you're American. Speaking of being American, maybe someone can answer this in the comments, but we were confused... Um, why people were freaking out that a guy dropped a gun in a mall. I guess yeah, it would depend on the state, or maybe they're not allowed in a mall, but like, I'm sure that happens a lot of times where they just legally are carrying a firearm and drop it. Yeah, somebody just drops it by accident, or yeah. it falls out of the pocket or something. Like, I wonder if anybody's been shot by a misfire of a gun falling out of somebody's pocket. I, w- I feel like that was in... um Oh, that's in something. That's in a comedy movie or something. They chuck the gun, drop the gun, and then yeah, it yeah, goes yeah, off. Yeah. What's that from? Hot it's hot fuzz, yeah. Fuck, that's funny. He shoots the priest in the toe and he goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's actually one of my favorite moments in the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, that's just, we'll have to talk about that one day. Wash the yeah. taste out of Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Which doesn't really have any relevance beyond funny dress up sequence. It wasn't the 80s weird with that's fashion? Funny. It's so cringe, man. It's so bad. Mm. The best, uh, the best thing I can say about it is sometimes it looked good. Like that fireworks scene was nice. It looked nice. Yeah. Um, what about when she uh, struggles to open a lock earlier in the movie? Mm. Yeah. She's losing her powers. Her yeah. And then, like hours, days later, she's pushing a fucking military truck sideways up the highway faster than the trucks are actually driving away from her. Yeah, and all the oh, her powers are faded because she gets a little bit tired while she does it. She couldn't open mm. a bloody lock earlier. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a bit 
Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. If you want to watch like a nice chase sequence set in Egypt, just watch Indiana Jones. Hey, bringing it full circle. And on that note, damn, we should probably end this because I've got to go eat some food. I'm going to go pick somebody up. Yes. So I guess really quick. Recording. Sorry for everybody who heard me eating. <laughs> no worries. And our question is, what film did you not make it through? This actually might I, be the first film I just gave up on. No joke. You're not even going to like go back and have a look? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Fuck that. That's the first time in X number of years I've been on this earth that I've actually given up on a movie. <laughs> wow. I just realized that now. But yeah. That's sad. That's, that's actually sad. What? Yeah, of all the shit I've seen, there's that one. But yeah, what film have you given up on and not returned to or don't plan to return to? It could be for any reason. Goodbye. See ya. Scuffed episode 13.